0: Ladies and fucking nerds, Andy here, day 147 of the Inner Winner Show. Now, I'm the world's biggest hypocrite because I'm a fucking nerd myself, as I outed myself yesterday. I love fucking Counter-Strike. I love the game of Counter-Strike. I'm a big, dirty nerd. I'm not ashamed to say it. That's not true. That's not the only game that I love. I also love fucking Zelda. I'm a nerd for Zelda. I'm a whore for Zelda. Zelda can fuck me in the ass. Zelda can peg me in my dirty fucking asshole. Anyway, that's a little too much information. So yesterday we talked about why I'm a whore for Counter-Strike, why I fucking, I will bend over for Counter-Strike. I fucking love that game. I love watching that game. I love the tactics of the game. I love the mechanics of the game. I love the chess and the mind games and all that kind of stuff. I love that shit. Just like some people love chess, some people love poker. I fucking love Counter-Strike. Today we're going to talk more about the people in the scene. What life lessons we can learn from them, the philosophies that a lot of them have, how some of them have influenced my own articles and podcasts that I've written. And what's the opposite of writing? Talked. That I've talked. Podcast I've talked. Recorded. There you go. Hey, we got there. It's early in the morning. I'm fucking tired. First, we'll do a a shout out to my Patreon. Go join my Patreon. That's the fucking shout out. But look, in all seriousness, you would be massively helping out, helping me out if you go in there, support me. It's only $5 a month at the lowest tier, and you get access to every single episode I release weeks before anyone else. At the higher tiers, you get to ask me questions, and at the top tier, you even get a monthly coaching call with me. You can ask for advice. We can shoot the shit, whatever you want to do on that call every month. Go sign up. So patreon.com forward slash kill your inner loser. Now let's talk about some fucking nerd shit. Let's talk about Counter-Strike. I think the first person or the first two people that I'll talk about from the scene are two people who are, one of them is a journalist. They kind of do a bunch of things. One guy's called Duncan. He goes by the name Thorin. And the other guy is a guy called Richard Lewis. And these two guys, they have a lot of jobs. They do a lot of things in the industry. Like they've been hosts of tournaments. They've been analysts on tournaments. Um, they're both content creators, they both have their own YouTubes and Twitch streams and all that sort of stuff. But I think the reason I like the both of them is I like their life philosophies. I like everything they have to talk about with ethics and morals and standards and being a man, what it means to be human. Both of them have a lot to say about all of these topics. And I've derived a lot of my philosophies from the two of them. Or maybe I could say they've helped tweak some of my philosophies. Both of them are interesting people in that they came from absolutely fucking nothing and they've built themselves up. And I love a good underdog story. You guys know I love an underdog story. It's probably the biggest reason why I do coaching because I love to like grab a guy at the start and be like, listen, motherfucker, I'm going to help you become someone absolutely epic. I think that's probably why, well, that is why I was so attracted to my girlfriend Imogen because when I first met her, she was like clay ready to be molded. I wasn't like crazy into her the first time, first couple of times I saw her because she was very fucking neurotic and she was chubby and she won't mind me saying that. Obviously we've talked about it a billion times. She's even talked about it on the podcast, but so I wasn't crazy into her. I was like, yeah, like I'll see her a a couple of times and then, you know, maybe we'll end things. But there were a couple of moments, one in particular where she basically just showed me, I want to be elite. I have no idea how to do it. I don't like the way I look right now. I don't like the university course that I'm going to. I don't like my life. I hate living with my parents. I don't know how to make, well, she had friends, but she was like, I don't know how to make friends who are into self-improvement. She basically reached out to me and said like, can you help me? And I remember there was a moment where she was on my couch and she looked to me and she said, I hate the way I look. I want to be skinny. I don't know how to do it. Can you please help me? And I gave her this long speech of like, listen, My job is to coach people. That's what I do. It takes a bunch of energy and effort and time. And I can't be pouring in my time and effort. I can't care about your goal if you're not serious about yourself. If you're just going to half-ass this, fuck off. Like I have no interest in helping you. I have enough people that reach out to me that are not even remotely serious about improving their lives. I don't have the time or the mental energy to help them. Like, fuck them. If you're not serious about improving, you're not worth my time. You're just going to waste my time. Nine times out of 10, my time gets wasted. And then I just get disappointed. It's wasted energy. And I could have been helping someone else who actually wanted to be helped. So I gave her that speech and she sat up and looked me straight in the eyes. And she said, I am absolutely committed to this. I need this. And the way she said it, the way she said, like, I need this was the same way that I've talked about, like improving my sex life. Like I needed it. Like I was willing to die if I didn't have it. That was, it, it was either I have to do this or I kill myself. Those are my two options. I've had the same thought in the last couple of months with like building up my finances and becoming financially, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Fucking financially successful. I have a certain goal in mind that I'm going to hit. And I recently, a couple of months ago, had a point where I was like, fuck it. I need this. I need this. I cannot afford to not have this anymore. Pun intended. I fucking need this, and she looked at me and talked to me in that same manner. And I was like, "Holy shit, this bitch is serious." So, I love that kind of. There's a massive tangent, but I love that kind of underdog story where someone says to me, "I'm fucking serious." I have a couple of my coaching clients who are like this. One guy in particular who's right in my mind right now as I'm saying this. This kind of is like fucking serious, and that, like he's said to me several times. I don't have any other option. I have to do this for the rest of my life, even if it takes me my whole life. To, to get good with girls, then that's what I'll have to do. I don't have a choice. So I love people like that. And these two guys that we're talking about in Counter-Strike, Duncan or Thorin as, he's, as he goes by, and Richard Lewis, those two guys, they have that kind of mindset because they came from absolute shit and they're both the absolute definition of don't quit. Both of them hustled like fucking crazy for the first like five to 10 years of their careers. They were both like writers and journalists. Well, they still are. But that was how they got their start. And at the start, they were making no money. They're working for free for like 10 hours a day, struggling to pay bills. Like at one point, one of them was fucking homeless. They both came from absolute shit. They came from council estates in the United Kingdom. If you don't know what that means, it means it's like a fucking slum. It's like public housing. I don't know what you guys would call it in in the USA, but it's like you came from fucking dirt. They talked a million times about how they would get robbed all the time. People would, like, steal their fucking shoes and stuff. They'd get held at knife point and someone would say, like, yo, give me your fucking shoes and they just have to... Like, they came from shit. They got into fights all the fucking time. One of them, uh, Richard Lewis, his dad was in jail for most of his fucking life. These two came from, like, utterly fucking nothing. And they understand the power of hard work. They've talked about it a couple of times. They don't talk about it too much because they're very, like proud kind of people, because they came from that environment. They came from like a working class or a very low, not even working class for fuck's sake, like lower than working class, where you don't really talk about your feelings and your emotions that much. And so they've had to learn to open up about that shit. It's been fucking fascinating following both of them, because I've followed both of them for the last like six or seven years. I've listened to every podcast they've put out. And these guys grind with content as well. And they've always grinded with content. They are the poster child for if you're looking to break into an industry or if you want to be successful at something, just fucking do it. Just grind like fucking crazy. Play the numbers game and just go hard. Like I said, these guys have been working for like fucking 10 to 14 hours a day every day. They never take days off as well. That's the other thing. They both put out a video roughly every day. And then on top of that, they write a bunch of articles. They have like fi- like one of them, Duncan or Thorin, he has like fucking five different podcasts that he hosts. Like he runs five different fucking podcasts. And then he writes for a couple of different news companies. And then he also goes and participates at like events, at the tournaments as an analyst. And sometimes as like a mini commentator. These guys like fucking hustle, like crazy. And they've said it a million times. The only reason they're successful is is because they did things that other people weren't willing to do. Other people weren't willing to work for fucking 12 hours a day for free for fucking three years until they made it. Other people aren't willing to do that. Other people, in terms of getting laid, aren't willing to go outside and talk to 300 girls. They're not willing to go on Tinder and pay fucking $300 in a bunch of booths and pay for a photographer or buy a camera and learn to take photos themselves. They're not willing to go to the gym and lose fucking 50 pounds. The average person isn't willing to do any of this shit. And that's why the average person is exactly that, average. These two guys are the antithesis of that. They are, like I said, the poster child of hard work, of grinding, of getting it done, and then eventually getting to a point where you're happy with your life, where you've made it. They've both said so many times, because they're both like massively fucking successful at this point in time. They both have Patreons. They each have their own Patreon that gets them like $4,000 a month US. And on top of that, they get paid ridiculous salaries, like $15,000, $20,000 a day when they go to the events. And then they get paid on top of that. They get paid per article they write. They obviously get monetized from YouTube. They both have several sponsors that sponsor their videos on top of their Patreons. They're both like, they've both fucking made it. And it's funny listening to them talk about it because they don't talk about it very often. They don't bring it up very often. Maybe like once a year, they might mention it briefly. And they've both said, like, mate, they've said to each other, because they do a podcast together, they've said, like, mate, I don't know about you, but all I wanted was to be able to pay my bills. Like, that was my goal. If I ever thought that, like, I'm not supposed to do that. I came from nothing. I came from a fucking fucked up household where my parents fought all the time and my dad was in jail and I was in a council estate. I wasn't even supposed to be able to pay my fucking bills. And look at where we are right now. So I love that underdog story. I love that hustle. And that's without even talking about the type of content that these two create. These two are like the definition of truth and how would you say it? Like honor, like those masculine virtues, stoicism, but especially truth. These two motherfuckers care about the truth above all else. They go to war over the truth. They've lost jobs over the truth. So many fucking jobs. So many companies have like blacklisted them because they refuse to play this like corporate bullshit game and they just speak the truth. They just say like, no, nope, like your company did something fucked up. I'm going to write an exposition. I'm going to uncover it because one of them's a journalist or well, they both kind of are journalists. But one of them, Richard Lewis in particular, is a massive journalist. They've uncovered, uncovered so many stories that have gotten them like blacklisted from half of the industry. And they don't give a fuck because they're like, I just want the truth. I will die before I will tell a lie. Fuck you if you think that you're going to bribe me. They've talked about every time they train, every time some company tries and bribes them, these two just like literally publish it. They're like, oh yeah, this cunt like tried to bribe me with this and then he did this. So I told him like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to tell my audience about this. Like you just fucked up. I love these two guys for their like incessant seeking towards the truth. I fucking respect that. That's what I've tried to create on my website. That's why I talk about honesty Now, nobody is honest all of the time. Nobody tells the truth all of the time. These two even admit that. But it's this lofty goal of aiming towards some absolute truth that you should be going for. Trying to be as honest as you possibly can. If you lie sometimes, fine. Just try and do better the next day. But aiming towards the truth, because there is an absolute truth in almost everything. I think we all know that. I think we know that You know, there's a truth and then there's like lies and manipulation and all that kind of stuff if you're just seeking towards the truth life is a million times easier i think we all know that lying is bad or wrong we don't know why there's just some part of our body that says no that's fucked up like i'm doing something really fucked up that's not okay i'm committing evil i don't know why it just feels like that and then when you tell the truth you're like yeah i did something good i don't know why but i did something good so these two are massively successful i mean richard Lewis literally hosted a league on television like he was the host he was the face of the fucking show on television for a couple of months Thorin or Duncan has been on there a million times they've both been to like fucking 50 events at this time and and like they're just absolutely crushing it I love these two for that story what else can we talk about both of them have fuck you money I think that obviously goes without saying like I said before so many people will try and bribe them or people will try and manipulate them or people will like idiot redditors will say like you know you should talk about this or you're wrong on this or you know i think that you're this and you know just like negative reddit bullshit because redditors love to be fucking negative and these two just don't give a fuck they're like why would i give a fuck like i don't have to work with any dickheads i don't have to be manipulated i don't have to do what you want i had to eat shit and do that for years and years and years now i'm at a point where i have fuck you money and you can go fuck yourself i love that shit just like we talk about with girls You want to get yourself to a point where you have abundance. With getting girls or getting laid, if a girl is rude to you or she has some deal breaker or some red flag that you're absolutely not okay with, you want to get to a point where you can always say to those girls, no thanks, I'm going to go talk to the next girl. Abundance doesn't necessarily mean you have a bunch of girls to fuck, though that's what we're ultimately aiming for, or a lot of you are aiming for. Some of you want a girlfriend, fine. But abundance is like the ability to know that you can go out and get laid if you put in the work. So again, you can have abundance mentality while you're with a monogamous girlfriend. If you know that you can go outside and talk to 50 girls as if you've done it before, if you've taught yourself that I can get laid, if you've gotten laid a little bit before you got into this relationship, which is why I advise guys don't dive straight into a relationship if you've had no experience, get some experience first and then do it. But if you're in a relationship and you know, I've gotten laid before, I know I just have to go outside and talk to a bunch of girls or go on Tinder and message a bunch of girls, take better pictures, or I already have decent pictures. I just have to go on Tinder. If you have that abundance, man, what a fucking rock solid relationship. She can never manipulate you. You're always going to feel like you're on the same team. You're going to be able to say to her, like, you know, listen, I really care about you, but you can't, I mean, you, you wouldn't verbally say this, but maybe you can at the start, but don't bring it up all the time. But you could say something like, you know, I have standards. I don't know how you'd phrase it. It doesn't matter how you phrase it. I have standards like, you know, there are certain deal breakers. Here are my deal breakers. You can be more upfront about what your deal breakers are. You know, you can say like, if you go fuck some other guy, I'm not going to be okay with that. It's your life. You can do what you want, but just know that I'll go out and, you know, like, Oh, I'll move on. That's a deal breaker. If you say like, you know, I don't like girls who manipulate or don't tell the truth. So, you know, I don't expect you to be honest all the time, but just let, I'm just letting you know that is a very important thing to me. That's like a absolute deal breaker, someone who lies. So, You know, that's my standards for a relationship. Like, I absolutely must have that. Otherwise, I'm going to leave. Like, there you go. That's the way you could phrase it. Don't bring that up all the time. Just say it early on. The point is, if you have abundance, if you know that you can go out and get laid or at least talk to other girls and start the process of getting laid, you can't ever be pushed into something you don't want to be in. You're never stuck in a relationship. You never feel resentment. You never feel like, oh, she's the best I can do and I I fucking, I'm not happy with that. You always know there's other options. So when you do settle down with the girl, you'll be like, yeah, I'm really glad that I chose this girl. Like genuinely, she's pretty good. I know that like I could go outside and talk to a bunch of other girls, but I don't want to. I want this one. This one's cool. This chick is cool. So these two guys, Duncan and Richard, or Thorin and Richard, He prefers to be called Thorin rather than Duncan. So maybe I'll stop calling him Duncan. I'll call him Thorin. He got that name from fucking Game of Thrones, in case you can't tell, which I haven't watched. So these two guys have like, fuck you money. They clearly have abundance. They don't need money. Their Patreons could get shut down tomorrow and they'd be like, I don't give a fuck. That's just like $4,000 a month that I don't get. Why would I care about that? I can already pay my bills. Why the fuck do I care? And I really love that. I love that they can turn down any shit jobs because that's my obvious goal. That's where I'm working towards. At this point in time, I can turn down potential clients. I do turn down potential clients. I turn down a lot of clients. A lot of people hit me up and I just say like, no, I don't think you're serious. I don't think you're even remotely serious. Or I'll say, show me that you're serious. You have to prove to me that you're serious and that you will actually change because I don't want to waste. By the time you add it up, if you pay for even my cheapest coaching package, it's like, 20 hours worth of work for me by the time you add up everything i have to do because it's three calls those calls are fucking going for three hours like at this point in time a lot of my calls go for three hours and then on top of that it's all the preparation all the notes i do the homework i give you afterwards all that kind of shit i don't have the mental energy to waste 20 hours combined time if you're not serious so i turn that shit down and i love that these guys are in that position where they can turn that shit down If some company that they don't like comes to them and says, oh, do you want to do this? They're just like, no, go fuck yourself. And these two, because they come from like a hard background, they literally do talk like that. (laughs) They literally do say, go fuck yourself to like big multi-million-dollar CEOs and shit. They'll just be like, no, go fuck yourself. And they'll put that shit on Twitter. They'll literally be like, you know, this cunt came to me, like, fuck him. And they'll literally just talk like that. I fucking love that. These two are the most unpolitically correct people ever. People have tried to censor them and, you know, tried to do that feminism shit. And they just go like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Like, And that's the only answer when when someone, when a social justice warrior, whatever you want to call them, a politically correct person comes knocking on your door and says, Hey, like, why did you say that? You should censor yourself. The correct answer is like, you should go fuck yourself, cunt. That's the only answer. It's the only way to deal with that kind of stuff. So I love that they're at at that point. Their philosophies as well. I could also talk about their philosophies a ton. And I'm going to leave a couple of links in the show notes below to a few choice videos, particularly by Thorin, because he does some really good like mind thought experiment kind of um, videos and also ethics and stuff like that. His philosophy is great. He's also talked a couple of times about and he's interviewed a few people about psychedelics and opening up your mind becoming a more well-rounded person, identifying your weaknesses and overcoming them and all that kind of good stuff. So he's a very deep thinker. And I really love that about him. They both are, but this guy in particular likes to just think. I really love that. On top of that though, they do also both take action, obviously, or they wouldn't have gotten to where they are. Fucking 12 hours a day worth of action. I respect that fucking hustle. And so many times, If I'm in like a bit of a rut and I'm like, oh man, I've only done like three hours worth of work today. Like that's a bit lazy. What am I doing? I've just wasted the rest of the day like sitting around watching YouTube. I will remind myself of what these two do and the fact that they release a video plus articles plus, you know, they go to events and all this kind of shit every single day. They do a ridiculous amount of content every day. I'll remind myself of them and be like, all right, come on. I got to get to their level. I got to hurry up and get to their level because, again, exceptional people do what average people are not willing to do. And I fucking love that. I've talked a little bit about both of them have a very fuck you don't tell me what to do attitude to the entire industry, but they both, I've, I've talked a little bit about like, you know, libertarianism. I don't call myself a libertarian. Cause I think that that's like, I don't know. I don't like to identify with groups or movements and stuff like that, but And maybe that's a silly way of phrasing it because I am literally, by the definition, I'm a libertarian. Any libertarian would be like, Andy, you're the definition of a libertarian, you dickhead. Like your entire philosophy is don't tell other people what to do. It's the definition of a libertarian. But these two are libertarians as well without being libertarians. They would never use that word. And they have like a, again, like they have this hardcore focus on the truth and goodness and purity and honesty and ethics and doing the right thing and committing good, however you want to phrase all of that. But I really love their focus on like, uh, cause a lot of what they do is they will defend the little guy. These two have uncovered so many stories of like people getting fucked over, especially people in lower positions. Cause one of them in particular, Richard Lewis, he came from like a union background. Like he worked for a union. He was used to standing up for the little guy and Whatever your opinion on u- unions are, he very much defended the little guy. And I love that both of these have never lost touch with their roots. Both of these guys are basically working class or low class people that happen to get rich. But you wouldn't know it. If you went and watched their videos, You they literally, literally talk like lower class. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way. I guess what I should say is working class. That's a better way of phrasing it. These two know how to grind. They know how to work hard. They know how to stand up for their mates. They're fiercely fucking loyal. And they're both really good at defending people who can't defend themselves. And I love that because that very much ties into my personality. I very much have this deep-seated, like, I must defend anyone who's getting bullied. I must defend the person who's down on the lower rungs. There's a reason I talk so many times in so many articles and podcasts. I talk directly to you guys who are complete newbies. Like I've made my website accessible to fucking like virgins guys who've never like, come on for fuck's sakes. My, my website literally talks about threesomes and BDSM and foursomes and having like a bunch of sex and all that, like really advanced shit. But I, I, I reached out to the guys who are virgins who have just started or who haven't even started. And I say, I want you to hurry up and get to my fucking level. Like, come on, let's get you to my level. You fucking deserve this. Cause I've always had this really strong desire since high school, since I saw so many people get bullied and I would throw myself in there and get my ass kicked just so they didn't. I've always had this desire of saying like, I don't want anyone to suffer. I don't want anyone to be left alone. I don't want anyone to think like I'm just a special exception. I can't have what other people can have. Fuck that. There's a reason that my website motto is if I can do it, you sure as hell can too. I don't want anyone to sit there suffering. And I think that's part of the reason why I love these two, because these two will defend anyone. These two will go to war. These two are willing to die for other people just because they don't want to see anyone get bullied or anyone get left behind. I fucking love that. I fucking love that. I think what we're going to do is wrap this one up right now. And I will continue off in a third part. Cause I have a bunch of other characters that I want to talk about. Um, and go through some of their philosophies and what we can learn from them. And that's kind of been the whole point of this podcast or this series. I want to get you to start thinking about people that maybe you look up to or people that, I don't look up to these guys, but I respect them. Maybe people that you respect or sports stars you like to watch or teams you follow or games you like to watch and try and dig a little deeper and see what life lessons you can learn from these people. Or how you can use them as motivation, or how you can grab little nuggets of truth from the things that they say and apply those to your own life. So I'll cut this off here. Shout outs to my Patreon again. Go sign up, you'll help the show. Patreon.com forward slash kill your inner loser. Get access to these episodes early, all that good stuff. I'll cut it off here and then I'll follow up in another podcast. See you guys.